Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What is up, everybody? Welcome into the Flippin' Bats World Series preview show. The matchup is set. We got the Arizona Diamondbacks against the Texas Rangers. Alex and I will be there on the road, but today we're going to talk NLCS and how that finished up and break down the entire matchup that we are about to get in the World Series. Let's get to it. Fly ball onto the track at the wall. It's gone. Home run. Turns on a ball. Deep right field. And what a game. What a moment. What is up, my friends? We are back in studio. Alex and I have been on the road for a long, long time, Alex. It felt a lot longer, I think, than it, it was. It did. The ALCS went seven games. NLCS went seven games, by the way. And we were there for all of the American League side of things. Came back home, so we're in studio. We got about a day. We have 48 hours. We're back in LA, which was nice. It kind is Kind of nice. like repack, laundry, get a moment with the fam before and we- And the dogs. And the dog. Well, that's my family. is my, yeah. my husband and my dogs. Yeah. <laughs> it's- and then tonight- we're out of here. Yeah. Back back to uh, Arlington we go for game one of the World Series, which starts Friday. Uh, I uh, watched, I'm assuming you watched as well, NLCS oh, yeah. game seven. I, craziness, I, but the D-backs are advancing. I mean, I got to say, I think it shocked the baseball world, right? The Phillies are a team who historically play incredible at home. All they had to do is win one game. They came home and lost game six and game seven. And they had an opportunity last night with bases loaded and Bryce Harper coming up to the plate. It felt like that could have been that same kind of moment he had last year, but it didn't. Did you ever imagine it ending this way? It it did feel like they had plenty of opportunities last night. I can't say that I imagined it ending this way, especially with the way the series was going for the, the Phillies. You know, they get up 2-0. They dominated at home. And then they finally scratch and claw and get that last one on the road to go up 3-2, come back home. All you need is one. Same situation as the Astros. All you needed was one going back home, and it didn't happen. I didn't. Th- I did think the Phillies would be able to get one done at home. They weren't able to do it. The D-backs are advancing, and you know what that means, Alex. The World Series is set. Let's get it in the wall. We got the Diamondbacks against the Rangers, just as everyone I, suspected. Like, how many people do you think when they're filling out their brackets had the Rangers and the D-backs? Not a lot. Probably probably not many. Probably no. not many. Yeah. I mean, it's incredible. Like, it I, is. But uh, honestly, this, this series was awesome. And the Diamondbacks, I've been saying it all year long. I, I've been saying it since December of last year. Don't let this Diamondbacks team surprise you there. I really, I tweeted it. Here it is. What's the team you think could be sneaky good in 2023? I'll start the Arizona Diamondbacks said that in December. So 
What does that mean for this team? Well, I I didn't imagine that would mean they're going to be in the World Series. Yeah. But what I did think is that they would be young enough and the rules would help them in a way. And, and I do think that's been a big part of this for the Diamondbacks. They create chaos. That's what they do. And they're able to do that on the bases. These new rules help them do that. Uh, but once they got down 2-0 in that series, I didn't think they'd be able to get it done. Once they got down 3-2 heading back to Philly, I knew it was a, it was a tall order. Uh, but really... Corbin Carroll in game seven was fantastic. Cattell Marte all series long, the MVP of the NLCS. He has a hit in 16 straight postseason games to start his career, which is a record. Um, Brandon Fott was great in games three and seven. So look, I don't count out the snakes. Never. Just don't do it. And now we see them beating the Phillies in the NLCS. It's just crazy because the postseason is where good players become great. And where stars are born. And, and we're really seeing that, as you mentioned, with Cattell Marte and uh, MVPCC, which I think right. might be catching on here. Corbin Carroll just having an absolutely incredible postseason. But when you look at it, they only have two players on their team with World Series experience. So they're coming into this series just where it could kind of help them, where you don't know what you don't know. And they just continue to have fun and, and create chaos, which has been kind of their motto. It's what they have on their big banner. Like yeah. after they were, they won and they're now headed to the world series. How do you think not having the experience will help them versus maybe hurt them? I think this could have gone in multiple directions. And we see that this postseason with the Orioles and with the D backs and one went in as the number one seed with all the pressure in the world, yeah. even though they're young and inexperienced, the D-backs are just playing with house money at this point. And that goes out the door, right? You're not going to say, ah, oh, they don't care. They're just here. They're happy to be here. Not anymore. But that's kind of was the feeling getting into the playoffs. Like, were they supposed to be in the playoffs this year? Probably not. They get in as a six seed and then just kind of beat in everybody in their way and taking out some big dogs in the process, the Dodgers, mm -hmm. the Phillies. Mm -hmm. So I, I think the inexperience has really helped them so far in this playoff. And I think it takes a certain type of player. And I think Corbin Carroll is that perfect player and leader of a team and of an offense that allows that because he doesn't, he doesn't care and, and not in a bad way, but he doesn't care about the moment. Yeah. It's like, I got a job to do. Uh, I've been doing it my whole life. That pitcher's 60 feet, six inches away from me. The bases are 90 feet away from me. This is the same game I've been playing forever. And this is what I was meant to do. And I'm going to go out there and do it. So uh, I think the inexperience has really helped the, the D-backs in this process. Well, hopefully it can continue on. But before we look ahead, let's dive into the Phillies, right? Because they went up two games in this series. All they had to do was win one at home, a place where historically they win a lot of postseason games and they couldn't. They lost game six and seven at home. How big of a disappointment is this for the Phillies, who seemed to be really the favorite once we got to the to the CS. I, it's always tough to say that it's a disappointment when you end up in the final four. And I had this same feeling when, when we were down on the field after game seven talking about the Astros. And I did say how I felt like the end of the season, the ALCS specifically, was an embarrassment for the Houston Astros. And it's because they were never able to win a game at home. And does that mean the season as a whole is an embarrassment? 
No, you, you did something that nobody's ever done, which is seven straight ALCS appearances. You made it to the final four, the final two of the league, by and large, a good season. And that's what we're able to talk about with the Phillies. By and large, this is a good season for the Phillies, but that doesn't take away from the disappointment of the playoffs. I think if you ask all Phillies fans, they felt like they had a really good chance to beat the Atlanta Braves. Mm -hmm. They felt like if they could beat the Braves, they can beat anybody. And they did beat the Braves. And then you realize, okay, we have the Diamondbacks next, a, a team that we can really beat. I have no doubts we can beat that team. And then you dominate the first two games at home. Then you go on the road and lose two. And then you, you, you win that game three on the road. So then you really feel like, okay, we got a little bit of a scare there. We got it back under our control. Got to win one of these next two to win it all. Um, and they weren't able to do it. And again, I'll say it's, it, that's an embarrassment. When you're not able to finish, when, when you're the home team in a best of seven series and you have all the momentum coming home and all you got to do is win one of those two as the higher seed, it's, it's a bit embarrassing to put up the performances they did. Their, their offense just went quiet. Mm -hmm. They went to sleep. They couldn't figure it out. And now you're going home. Um, so is the, the season a disappointment? No. And, and the Phillies... We'll be right back in the playoffs next year. The team's great. They're a really good team. And they had a really good season. But it, it got cut short in a matchup that they should have won. Not because of the Diamondbacks. And that's not because of how, the, how good or bad the Diamondbacks are. It's because this series was in their grasp multiple times. Up 2-0, up 3-2. The series was theirs and they weren't able to take control of that. So it's just going to sting for a little while. This one sucks if you're a Phillies fan. But big time, it's going to sting, and it's coming off a year where you lose to the Astros in the World Series. Mm -hmm. Now you fast forward, you get a better team, you add Trey Turner, you get back into the postseason, and again, it's just a letdown. So if you're Phillies fans, you're not feeling great. Uh, you feel confident in your team, but you're wondering a little bit like, man, your window in the baseball world ain't very long. And to, to have two opportunities right in front of you to win it all and to get really close last year and to, to blow it this year, yeah, it's just, it just sucks. I, yeah, I, especially as you mentioned, when your bats and your star players who are supposed to rise to the occasion in these opportunities don't show up, you're not going to win a game. I mean, they had runners on base with Bryce Harper at the plate I think it was, was the eighth inning. It was towards the yeah, was end the of the game. And it felt like that moment last year where he sent uh, the Phillies to the World Series in that everybody's watching, this is how you become a legend moment. It felt like that was his opportunity to do it and send this team to the World Series. And when you don't capitalize on those opportunities, it just, you kind of feel deflated. After that moment, you felt like, oh, I don't know, that, that was it. That was your moment to do it. Yeah, and then, you, and then you could tell from that moment on, all the guys in the Phillies lineup were just chasing everything. Yeah. And that's, that's the difference. That's putting the pressure on the other team. When Bryce Harper made that out, the rest of the lineup put all the pressure on themselves. Oh, God, we're in a game seven. We have six outs left to get yeah. this done. I, I, we, I have to do something. Then you get tense, and then everybody that started coming up just started swinging it. Uh, those sliders in the dirt, they couldn't yeah. lay off of them. Next thing you know, series over. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Well, let's move on to the World Series, shall we? Shall we? Because we shall. it is set, you guys. Texas Rangers and the Arizona Diamondbacks. Let's start with the Rangers, who were looking for their first World Series title in franchise history. How do they break that 62-year drought? Well, I don't think we can gloss over what you just said there, Alex. They have never uh -uh. won a World Series in the existence of their organization. 62 years. Oof. They're the only team in baseball that can say it's been 62 years and they've never won a World Series. So let's start there. They, they've also had opportunities, which makes this even um, more interesting because the Rangers fan base has not been, um, has, has not had it easy over the course no. of their lives. Uh. No matter how long that, that you have been alive, if you're a Rangers fan, it ain't been easy. And you did have back-to-back -back World Series appearances where you just got let down. And then in one of them, in back-to-back -back games, you were one strike away from winning the World Series. And you just had your heart ripped out every single time. So this fan base has been craving a World Series championship. And now they're just four games away from getting that done. So I'm excited to see that. There's a lot of history on the line here. There's a lot to deal with with the fans. And you could hear that. You could feel that when we were in the crowd there in Arlington. They're going to be fired up. But this team, they're the real deal, Alex. They pitch well. Nathan Eovaldi mm -hmm. going to be on the mound in game one. Zach Gallen going to be on the mound in game one for the, for the Diamondbacks. Great pitching matchup there. So they pitch really well. Eovaldi, Jordan Montgomery, um, back into the bullpen, question marks. But what this team does well is the top two guys in the rotation, Corey Seager, Marcus Simeon, and Adelis Garcia, who we just saw win ALCS MVP. And they do have a little more World Series experience on their team than the D-backs. Obviously, it starts with the manager, Bruce Bochy, right? Three-time yeah. World Series champ. We, we got to talk to him after the Rangers advanced to the World Series. And, and he really talked about just... This core in this group, he had this feeling since spring training that they never get too high, they never get too low, and they just constantly believe in each other and in themselves, and that's how they got to this point. No matter how many adversities they faced with injuries, setbacks, they just continued on and built each other up. And then you have now, so you have Bruce Bochy, but then you have four players opposed to the two on the right. D-backs who have World Series experience with Corey Seager, Max Scherzer, Chapman, and Ivaldi. Yeah, and that helps. And it helps. Big time. Uh, but, you know, Bruce Bochy, you just mentioned him, is, is a huge part of all of this. And look, look, we're not far removed from this Texas Rangers team being awful. Mm -hmm. There's no way around it. They're two years removed from being a hundred loss team. It's crazy. Last year, they were 68 and 94. <laughs> so 2021, they were 60 and 102. And that's this whole series. The Diamondbacks went 52 and 110 two years ago, that's 74 crazy. and 88 last year. I mean, 
we're talking two teams with a very fast turnaround here. Mm-hmm. It's the fourth time both, both World Series teams posted a losing record in the previous season. And their combined 438 win percentage uh, in the previous season is the second worst all time. So these teams have had quick turnarounds and they've done it in very different ways. The Rangers spending money yeah. on big time veterans, right? And uh, Marcus Simeon, Corey Seager, uh, Nathan Eovaldi, Jacob deGrom, who's obviously injured but pitched his team to home field advantage hey. in the playoffs. <laughs> pitched game one of the year against the Phillies. They won that game. <laughs> Shout out Jacob deGrom for uh-huh. home field advantage. Um, and Bochi, a big pickup. And Bochi, huge. So these two teams and, and the Diamondbacks on the opposite end have done it in a very different way in terms of just building from within and finally feeling that they had enough to get there. But this is really a very interesting series for me. But to answer your question... The Rangers are here, and they do it from those guys that I just talked about. Yeah. They got absolutely paid. They're paying half a billion dollars for the middle infield. Corey Seager has been worth it in the playoffs yep. in the ALCS. Marcus Simeon has uh, I, the last couple games of the series. I felt like he came around a bit and started putting better swings on the ball. So we'll see I, how he does in the World Series. And Adelis Garcia, quite the story. The mm-hmm. guy was DFA'd by the St. Louis Cardinals, and now now look at him. Now he's doing. Historic thing. I mean, MVP. In the ALCS. Yeah. M- 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 yeah. ALCS MVP. So, uh, yeah, the the Rangers have their stars for sure, and those stars are the reasons they the reason they got here. All right. Well, um, let's move on to your sneaky snakes because uh, the D-backs were in the World Series, and Ben, they were your team to watch out for before the season even started. So you knew they were going to be good, but did you expect them to get to the World Series? No, I no. I didn't expect the Diamondbacks to get to the World Series. I, I expected them and felt like they had a good chance to get to the playoffs this year. Um, but no, I, I couldn't have foreseen this coming. And that's what makes this awesome, right? Is yeah. that they, they are here and they do deserve to be here. They swept the Los Angeles Dodgers. They beat the Phillies on the road in Philly. That's where they got this done. This team is no slouch. Um, but how did they get here? One, they got here by creating chaos in a bunch of it. They are young. They are fast. They play great defense. They run the bases really well. That's what they, they'll do. They're not afraid to lay down a bunt. They're not afraid to take a single and then steal second base. Hell, steal third base. Uh, sacrifice, fly them in. They, they, do the, they do the game. It's kind of an old school feel yeah. to this team, right? They're not going to hit more home runs than anybody. The Rangers will probably end up hitting more home runs than the Diamondbacks in this series. Because that's not the Diamondbacks' game. They get on base. They create chaos. They make the pitcher uncomfortable. They make a defense uncomfortable. They make catchers uncomfortable. And they just get teams out of their rhythm. And that's one big reason they're here. Another one, two big studs in the rotation. One, Zach Gallen, who is one of the best pitchers in baseball. Two, Merrill Kelly, who's been fantastic this year for him. Pitched a really big game in the NLCS. And by the way, Brandon Fott was really good in game three and seven. So you got to add his name in there. But two big studs in the rotation all year long uh, is a a big reason they're here. And lastly, MVPCC. Corbin Carroll. (laughs) He's legit. I was clamoring on about it since January, February. I'm sure everybody listening before the season was like, Good Lord, can the season just start so Ben can stop talking about Corbin Carroll and how good this kid's going to be? Well, guess what? You didn't see the Diamondbacks getting to the World Series, did you? Because the talks keep 
going. Then I came up with his own nickname, MVPCC. Then I ran into his parents. And you know what they said? (laughs) I really like your nickname you came up with for him. And I said, thanks. I do too. And then I asked the Diamondbacks to tweet out MVPCC. And guess what they did? They tweeted it out. And now they're in the World Series. Coincidence? I think not. This kid is a stud. He's one of the most humble human beings that I have come across in this small, small world that is the baseball circle. He's an absolute stud. He had a historic rookie season. He's going to win NL Rookie of the Year. It wouldn't surprise me. You know what? MVPCC, it was a bit of of foreshadowing, right? I think he's going to win an MVP in his career. But we're four games away from him potentially winning an MVP of the World Series. He's a huge part of this team. He's a huge part of this offense. The D-backs are not here without him. Corbin Carroll, baby. That is why the Diamondbacks are here. How do they win this? Create chaos. Just a continue. Lot a lot of it. Uh, I, I do believe that I do believe the Diamondbacks can win this series. If you were to ask the the average baseball fan or, or fans looking at this series, they'll know a lot more names on the Rangers yeah. than on this Diamondbacks team. But the Diamondbacks like that. Mm-hmm. That's that's good for them. They're the underdogs. They They've been the underdogs care. the entire postseason. Right. There's no pressure on you. All you're doing is proving everybody wrong. The underdog mentality is dangerous. They're, Extremely dangerous. I, that does change, though, when you get to the World Series. Now the pressure. Obviously, there's pressure. Yeah. Down. But like getting here, it's like nobody. We were the sixth seed. Nobody expected us to get into the playoffs. We get there. Oh, now we have to play the big bad Dodgers after our first win of the uh, after our first series of the playoffs. We win two games against the Brewers. Next thing you know, we have the Dodgers and everybody's saying this is going to be a sweep. Well, you know what? You're damn right it was a sweep and the Diamondbacks swept them off the field. And now they pass through the Phillies and just they've dominated these playoffs and they can beat the Rangers by just doing everything that they've been doing this playoffs. Get on base, run, create chaos, pitch really well. I I talked about this today. I tweeted this out. One of the biggest factors of the Houston Astros' success was their pitching coach, Brent Strom, who is now with the Diamondbacks. And Paul Sewall, the closer for the Diamondbacks, talked about it uh, after they won the NLCS. And he said, if this was a if this was a five game series, we would have lost. We this wasn't a series that we would have won. But because it's a seven game series, it allowed us to make the adjustments that we needed to make. And you best believe that Brent Strom was one of, if not the leaders of those changes and those adjustments. That's how good he is. So this team is capable of doing what they did to the Phillies, shutting down that offense in Game Six and Seven on the road. That Phillies offense, I think, is is better than the Rangers offense. And and before anybody comes for me here, mm-hmm. Rangers offense is incredible. Yep. But that Phillies offense, good lord, that is that is an insane lineup. And they were able to make the adjustments they needed to and dominate a game six and a seven. I think the longer this series goes on, the more the advantage swings to the Diamondbacks because of those adjustments they're able to make, because of that back into the bullpen that has really stepped up. The Diamondbacks can win this series, Alex, by continuing to do what they have done all postseason long, and that's create chaos and make the adjustments that they need to make. I love that they've also kind of adopted that persona. Like all of their banners and posters are chaos with the Diamondbacks A's in it. So we'll see. You know what it's time for? 
What is it time for? Predictions. Okay. What do you think? Who is going to win the World Series and in how many games? <sighs> okay. So, uh-huh. as I said. I'm feeling it. The longer this series goes, the more the advantage switches to the Diamondbacks. So, what I am going to say, Alex, uh-huh. is give me the Diamondbacks in seven. The fighting snakes, baby. <laughs> the show rolls on. Yeah. D-backs in seven, World Series champs. Okay. That's what I got. I'm going to take the Rangers in six. Okay. Yeah. Do you have they a dance have you want to do? Any sort of, sort of chant or dance? No, I just think they're going to win their first World Series in franchise history with Bochi by their side. You know, it is wild to think that 62 years yeah. is a long time. And we asked some of the players on the field after the game, like, do you know, 62 years. And like, we need lot- to change that. No, <laughs> yeah. good Lord. That's a long time. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure is. So, all right. I got D backs in seven, create some chaos. Alex has Rangers in six. Keep it riding. Alex, you know, what is also on the line in this series? What? Our uh, playoff prediction, our playoff draft that we Ooh. did right as the playoffs were starting. And what really helped you out is the CSs. I, because I know. Because <laughs> I had both AL teams and you had both NL. And I thought I, I was going to get far more games in the ALCS. Uh-huh. But somehow the NLCS hey. won seven games. So we didn't. I didn't gain any ground on you there. No. So heading in to the World Series, just a brief update here. The playoff draft at the very beginning. There were 12 teams to draft from, and Alex and I each went and picked a team until all 12 were picked. And for every win that that team got, we would get a point. So here we are heading into the World Series. Feeling pretty Alex good about myself. Has 20 points. Yeah. I have 16 points. So the only way that I can tie Alex here <laughs> is if the team that I predicted to lose in seven games sweeps the World Series because I do have the Texas Rangers. So it's a. Yeah, kind of a win-win because who you chose, you know, you want them to win. You want your actual like World Series prediction to do well. But if it's wrong, then you'll win the draft. How is that a win-win? <laughs> Alex is big on looking for win-win. For I, game know, seven a- of the World Series, or for game seven of the ALCS, I predicted before the game for the Astros to win six to two. It was like the third inning and the Rangers were up <laughs> six to two. And Alex looks at me. I'm like all pissed off up there in the suite. Alex looks at me and goes, well, this was your score prediction at least. <laughs> I was like, what the hell are you talking about? Win-win, you right? You gotta find positives in life, man. Especially you were so sad. I brought you a cookie, two cookies. Well, you brought one you and then I had to go. And then, another. yeah, you went back for another. Yeah. But uh, yeah, constantly looking for the win-wins of situations, Duh. even if there isn't one to be found. So you know what? I always will appreciate that about Alex. You're welcome. Uh, Alex, we're back life. on the road. Tomorrow. Today. Today. Are you today. packed? Eh, I didn't fully unpack. I just took out the outfits that I wore. And now I'm going to put in some more warm weather outfits because we're going to be in 80 degree weather. Both we, places. We'll both be inside. Yeah, but that's different from like cold jackets, things like that. So yeah, I'll be great. I am going to be fine. The chilly weather, playoff baseball just feels like there's a crisp in the air. There's apple cider up on the concourse. Apple cider? Some, Who 
have apple cider cocoa, on the concourse. Some hot cocoa brewing. When, who are you? Oh, yeah. No, Brings me back to the good old days. It's none of that. It's going to be hot dogs, french fries. Yeah. Hot yeah. dogs, french fries. There will be some like churros and stuff. Texas, Phoenix. We'll see. I will be It'll bringing be my own food. It'll be hot. Texas. It'll be fun. Yes. And that's where we're heading. We are heading Woo! to Dallas. Where Coming out fast. We fly in. I know the stadium's in Arlington. That does it. World <laughs> Series is set. Rangers, D-backs. This one is going to be a lot of fun. It really is. I really do think this series could go a long way. It is not the series that everyone expected, but it is a series that is going to be very exciting and has some names that you will know for a long, long time. Yep. And already has some names that you do know. But watch out for Adelis Garcia, by the way. That guy is absolutely in fuego and has a chip on his shoulder right now from everything that I can't happened wait. in the ALCS. So Alex and I are back on the road. It was a good 48 hours here at home. And we will see you all in Arlington tomorrow night, Friday night, game one of the World Series. Thank you all for listening to this World Series preview episode of Flippin' Bats. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever. We're also on all social media, including YouTube, where you can watch every single thing we do at Flippin' Bats Pod for all of them. But that does it from here in studio in Los Angeles. Until next time, we will see you all in Arlington. Peace.